Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Tuesday, December 26th, the day after Christmas Day, still celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank God for his unspeakable gift, the gift of a Savior whom we know as Christ the Lord. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you did have a great day yesterday. Most people were off work. Many had to go back to work today, but I know that a lot of people are still having times of celebration and times of gathering. My wife and I are out of town this week, and we'll be back on Saturday. We'll be back there in Kentucky, but pray for us as we travel, and pray that God just be with us and help us in our travels. I've got a message today that we're beginning that'll carry us through the end of the week, a message I preached some time back, and it is a Christmas-style message entitled, A Baby Born in Bethlehem. doesn't have to be preached at Christmas time, but it fits, and so we're preaching that message beginning today and continuing that throughout the rest of the week. Before we go to that, I've got some songs lined up. It's sort of a shorter message today getting us started. And so I've got three songs queued up here. I've got the Moyes family singing a good song for us about God's word will stand. And then I've got the Shepherd family. And then I'm finishing up with my mother-in-law, Mary Johnson, singing one entitled Bubbling. And I'll tell you, I thank God for the blessings of the Lord. And I thank God for his salvation, as I said, through the Lord Jesus Christ. All the blessings of God are wrapped up in Jesus. If you know him, you get them all. Amen. If you don't know him, you've missed it all. Now, you may have the blessing of good health. You may have the blessing of a long life. But that's going to end, friend, at the grave. You better know the Lord Jesus. So I hope you stay tuned and enjoy the message and get the help. All right. As we look in the scripture for this particular message, we're going to be looking at several different scriptures But beginning in Matthew chapter number 1 and verse number 18, I'm preaching a four-day sermon entitled, A Baby Born in Bethlehem. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. In Matthew chapter number 1 and verse number 18, And then we'll read to the end of the chapter and then go to Luke chapter 2. I'll read only two verses in Luke. And we could read quite a bit in this, but I'll just read these verses that I know are very familiar to you. Verse number 18 of Matthew chapter 1, the Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, And not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus For he shall save his people from their sins. Well, I love that phrase. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, 
And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. Luke chapter number 2, verses 10 and 11. These angels reporting to the shepherds on the hillside. Verse number 10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I want to try to focus on the thought of that little baby. I'm I'm telling my message, a baby born in Bethlehem. And focus on the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're celebrating the birthday of the King. I don't know exactly what day that he was born. If it was December 25th, I don't have any reason to argue. I don't know. He's like uh, a former president we had. We haven't seen the birth certificate. We don't know exactly <laughs> and when he was born. But as far as the birthday, what day that that is, is not so much important. The important thing is, is that we're recognizing that God did give his son. That's really what it's all about. That God did give His Son and that His Son came into the world to save sinners. I, I appreciate this time of year for several reasons. I, I know it gets material. I know things get bad. But I was in Kroger last night, late last night, picking up a few things Melissa asked me to get. And, of course, I'm the one who eats it all. But anyway, she asked me to pick that stuff up. But I'm, I'm in Kroger's and they were playing... Not just, it wasn't just something like Jingle Bells or Dreaming of a White Christmas. They was playing a gospel Christmas song. Praise God. Amen. And you say, well, they probably wasn't anybody paying any attention. I don't know if they was or not. I noticed it. It stood out to me. It just, it don't, I thought, is that WSOF? And then I, I, the way they're singing it wasn't exactly the way we would be airing it being sung, but it was still, and I appreciate the fact that they are recognizing it. People put up these signs, talk about remember Jesus is the reason for the season, or keep Christ in Christmas, and on and on and on it goes, and things like that. I know people get excited about the a make-believe a story of Christmas. We're not excited about a fable, or a fairy tale, or a fraud, or a fake. We're excited about the real thing. God gave His Son. Amen. And it doesn't get any better than that, to be honest with you. We don't need to add. We don't need to embellish. It doesn't get any better than the fact that God gave His Son, that Christ was born of the Virgin Mary. Amen. And I notice again back in our text of, of Matthew, I notice the wording and how the Bible is very specific. Brother Oliver B. Green was preaching this week about and using that, that idea about the wording. Look, if you will, again in, in Matthew chapter number 1, and, of course, we started verse 18, but he's talking about here about the fact that Christ, this is the way it was born. Mary was a spouse to Joseph, verse number 18. They were not married yet. They had an espousal period. We would call it an engagement period. But in the, in the Jewish tradition, that was more binding than our engagements are. Matter of fact, he already called her wife. She already called him husband. And they're called that in this text. He's called her husband, although they're not married yet. She's called his wife, although they are not married yet. They've not 
come together. And when it says they hadn't known one another, didn't mean he didn't know who she was. She didn't know who he was. It's the Bible way of saying that they had been pure and they had not come together in marital relations because they were not yet married. All right? We, you following where I'm at? But they had this covenant made. They had this agreement made that they were going to be married. Right, so she's found with child. And verse number 19, then Joseph her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. He was going to send her off and give her that bill of divorcement, as Moses had said, that could be done in the espousal period and send her away. But the Bible said while he was thinking on that, the Lord spoke to him. The angel Lord spoke to him in a dream, told him it'd be all right to go ahead and take her because what that baby in her was not some illegitimate child. That baby in her is the child of the Holy Ghost. It is conceived of the Holy Ghost, it says. Amen. Now, look at verse number 21. And she shall bring forth a son. She's going to bring him forth. And thou shalt call his name. He's going to name him. She's going to give him birth. He's going to name him. But God not only put the baby in her womb, God put the name on his lips. You're going to call him Jesus. Why? For he shall save his people from their sins. Now, it goes in the prophecy, and then verse number 24, by the way, the prophecy of Isaiah that a virgin would conceive and bring forth a son. I know that I did hear Brother Baloo making the reference that some translations leave out the word virgin. They say uh, a young woman. Well, young women have babies all the time, but virgins don't. Wouldn't be anything miraculous for a young woman to have a baby, but it's miraculous for a virgin to have a baby. And this was a miracle, and that's exactly what it was. Amen. But verse number 24, Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and look at verse 25, And knew her not till she had brought forth, it does not say, their firstborn son. It says, her firstborn son. Because that's real clear. And the way Brother Green described it, he said if something happened, his wife died, he married another woman, and that woman already had a son. He said if we were walking together somewhere, they would say, there goes Oliver and Mrs. Green and her son. He said, you'd know that's not my son. That's her son. The Scriptures are clear. This is not the son of Joseph. Amen. He is the son of Mary, but it's because he is the son of God. Brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. So we're celebrating the birthday of a king. God gave his son, and Christ was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem has a great story. I'm not going to go into that, but you know that it is, and there's a this is a well-known story, this story of Christmas. We've heard it and heard it and heard it, but I'm telling you, it still blesses me to hear it again. Amen. And it helps me to rejoice and think about this old story. Amen. About how God gave His Son. I, I want to tonight to point out some points. I've never, this message is not a refurbished message that I've preached before. I don't know that I've heard messages down this line. It's thoughts that, that I feel like the Lord allowed me to think and helped me to put together. And I, I would like to think on some thoughts tonight and guide you into thinking on some things that might be a blessing. I said this morning, if you were planning to conquer the world, you'd enlist a soldier, not a baby. But God conquered the world of sin with a baby. 
Amen. And I want to think about that baby born in Bethlehem. I just got four thoughts, four short points, and then we'll be on our way. First of all, I want to say this. Babies are special. Amen. Amen. Babies are loved and appreciated. We at the nursing home, and you've seen it before, you go somewhere like that, and this last time, Miss Elizabeth not only had Lindsay with her, but she had the baby with her. We had Landon there. And a lot of those folks looking right past every one of us. I mean, we're the ones that drove there. We're the ones that came to sing. We're the ones going to go around and shake their hand. They're not looking at us. They're looking at the children because children are precious. Amen. I know what it's like to go see my mom and dad and them look right past me and say, come here, darling. They ain't talking to me. (laughs) Now I get to do that to my kids. Amen. <laughs> Mom and Dad spoiled them. It's my turn to spoil the next generation. Amen. But <laughs> but uh, but seriously, children are are precious. But children have a story to tell. Here's here's a thought of thought. When a baby comes into the world, it causes us to think about certain things. First of all, when a baby's born, there's a known fact there must be a father somewhere. That father may be out of the picture. That father may not be there. You may not know his name. You may not know who he is. You may not know anything about him. But if there's a baby there, you know there's a father somewhere. Amen. That's what Christ came for, was to reveal to us the Father. That's what the Bible says. If you're in Matthew 1, turn over to Matthew chapter number 11, 27. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. Look at this phrase. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Amen. Mark states that same statement. It's almost word for word the same statement that is made. But Jesus said, I, no, nobody's seen the Father but me. You can't see God and live. But Christ did, and Christ came to reveal the Father. And He said that the only way you're going to see the Father is if the Son reveals Him to you. You can't get to God, the Father, without coming through the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter number 3 and verse number 16. The Apostle Paul pens these words, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Here's my phrase. God was manifest in the flesh. That is, Jesus Christ born in Bethlehem is God manifest, revealed, showed, made known to us in the flesh. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. Amen. And so he's telling us that God came. Turn back to John chapter 14. I'm sure you know this text. John 14, our Lord's getting ready to leave. He's told his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. He's telling them he's getting ready to move out of the way. And apparently they are troubled. Even though he told them not to be, these things are troubling them. And Thomas has a question that he asks in there in verse number 5. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? Lord, we don't know where you're going. Where are you going? We don't know. And how can we know the way? Jesus answered that in verse number 6. And I read down through verse number 9. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, boy, underline this, no man cometh unto the Father but 
by me. Amen. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus said, saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Amen. And so our Lord is saying to them, He came, Christ came, to reveal the Father to us. When you see a baby, you know there's a dad somewhere. Especially if he looks a lot like him. Little, little Landon over there looks like a clean shaven, well-fed Jacob Rickard. Amen. <laughs> Miniature. But that reveals that there's a father. Christ came to reveal us the father. Now, he does not only want us to know there is one. He wants us to know him. He wants us to get to know him. I said, you know, there is a, a father. You don't necessarily know who it is or you might not know his name. God, Christ wants us to know the Father. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.